0: Happy February. Gosh, it is so hard to believe that a whole month of 2021 has already flown by. Um, I woke up this morning, I was like, oh my goodness, that's crazy. Anyway, as we head into February, we head into our next month of the 12 elements of health. February's element is the ergonomics of life. As a chiropractor specifically, ergonomics of life make so much of a difference in your daily life habits in your spinal health in your back neck any other joint pain and it's amazing that little little changes here and there can make such a big difference on how we live our lives and the wear and tear that it that it creates on the body if we don't do it right so today i'm going to go over a couple of the basics just super easy basic things that you can change if you're not doing them correctly. I'm going to start with sleep. We talked about sleep with Jill Salzman last week. And sleep, as you know, is so important to our overall health. And getting good sleep and quality sleep and enough sleep is one component of it. But the position that we actually lay down for seven, eight, nine hours per night is just as important. So the basics of sleep are there are two positions that I recommend as a chiropractor. One is on your back, with a pillow underneath your neck that supports the back of your neck you want to have something that doesn't kind of tilt your head up too much so I I like those kind of um, Tempur-Pedic pillows where it has a little bit of a hump right at the edge of it so that you can have that neck nice and supported and then the back of your head is a little bit lower which is going to keep you nice and symmetrical Symmetry is going to be a big thing when we're talking about ergonomics because anytime you're doing something that's not symmetrical, it's going to put extra pressure on one side of the the body or other. So for on the back, you're gonna have that nice pillow supporting the neck and then having a pillow or even two pillows or a big pillow underneath your knees is amazing for the low back. I had a back injury when I was 17 and the thought of sleeping on my back with nothing under my knees, it causes me back pain just thinking about it. So I actually have a couple of pillows underneath me. I'm a little crazy. I've got like five pillows for my optimal pillow setup, which is a little obnoxious. I haven't been pregnant for a very, very long time. So I kind of feel like a pregnant lady trying to get in my positions, but... I just find if I can support my body um, as well as I can, I sleep better and then I am not causing more issues. So on the back pillow underneath your neck with nice neck support with the uh, back of your head going a little lower to keep your head level and then some nice big pillows underneath your knees. Another position that's a good position to sleep in is on your side. Now, when you're on your side, that same pillow can work. You just need to make sure that the pillow creates enough space to keep your head in alignment with the rest of your spine. So as you can imagine, if you have too thick of a pillow or you use a couple of pillows and your head is kind of tipped up, it's not going to be in alignment. If you use too thin of a pillow or one that's kind of worn down, your head's going to tip down towards the bed again not causing that proper alignment so you want a pillow that's going to be just right (laughs) right little goldilocks and the, the three bears just right where for your body from the shoulder to your to your head is supported in a way that when someone looks at you from the side have someone look at you and see what's going on if you can't sense it yourself that your your neck your mid back and your low back are all in alignment For um, the pillow between the knees, from, from the back, we now shift that to in between the knees. If you actually look at someone standing in anatomical position, their hips are wider and then their knees have a gap in between them. If you lay on the side of your bed or lay on your side in bed, your hips going to depress into the bed a little bit, depending how firm the mattress is. And if you just put your knees together, you're putting more pressure on the low back and the SI joints, which are in the back and the back lower than the lumbar spine. So I find that having that that pillow in between your knees is super, super duper helpful. So that's sleep. Um, now we talk about a desk computer, whether you're, you know, just on Facebook a lot or you work a full time job where a computer is a big part of that. The ergonomics of this part of your life is critical, and so few people do it correctly. So there's a couple key things that you need to look out for, and I kind of start at the beginning and then work our way down. So number one is where is your monitor in front of you? Some of you have two or three monitors. There's nothing you can do about it, and it just is what it is. But having one monitor is better, and it should be directly in front of you, about It's probably not going to be quite as at the level of your eyes, but just a teeny bit lower than that. And the monitor should be about an arm's uh, length away, or enough where you can see with your own eyes, or glasses, or contacts, where you're not squinting and kind of shifting your head forward. A lot of ergonomics that cause problems is this forward. It's called forward head translation, where our head, which weighs about 10 pounds, like a bowling ball, is actually not where it's supposed to be in our body. On our body, if you look from the side, your ear is supposed to be in alignment with our shoulder, and for so many people, that's not the case, and that can cause Tons of issues with the spine. It can cause degeneration, and especially in the lower cervicals, um, it can cause a lot of muscle spasm and trigger points in the traps and in the rhomboid area because those muscles in your upper back and lower neck are doing extra time to have your head in that forward position. So anyway, you want you don't want to be kind of leaning forward to to look at the monitor. From there, you want your shoulders to be relaxed and you want your elbows to be around a 90 degree angle and your elbows should be close to your body at the sides of your body. So now you have to figure out where is my keyboard now? If you put your arms in that position, where are your fingers? Your keyboard should be relatively close to that. For some people, we need to now lift up our chair to get our hands in the right position without kind of hiking up our hands to, to, uh, to use a, a keyboard that's too high for us. So lift that setting on your chair to the height that you need for your shoulders to be relaxed, elbows by your side, 90 degrees, and a comfortable, comfortable angle there. So once, once you do that, for many people, their legs are not long enough to now comfortably touch the floor and create about a 90 degree angle. So the tops of your thighs and the floor should be parallel with one another or as parallel as it can be. So if you've had to lift your chair high enough to get your arms where your fingers are actually, are actually at a comfortable level for your keyboard, then you may need to actually get a little pillow that um, goes underneath your feet for the computer or for your computer setup, because then you can get those legs as parallel or the thighs as parallel to the floor, which what that does is it takes a lot of pressure off the low back. And kind of the last component of ergonomics it, for desk or chair is going to be getting something, a chair that has some nice lumbar support. Um, you don't, don't want to be sitting in a hard wooden dining room chair, which I totally am totally, totally guilty of during the quarantine time where I'm like, oh, I just sat in my dining room chair for eight hours. That wasn't that comfortable. Um, so I get that there are times of, of life that this doesn't always work out. But if you're Going to continue to be working from home and you haven't done kind of a full ergonomic check, it's worth it to me to figure it out and maybe even invest in a little bit of money for a new chair. Um, I also am a big fan of a standing desk, one that you can, you know, have seating and then standing. So it lifts up. And I recommend doing about 50, 50% of your time standing and 50% of your time sitting. Um, Each of them has its own ergonomical challenges. If you're going to be in that position for hours and hours each day, I guess the last thing about sitting at a desk is take some breaks. I know it's so easy, especially if you're working to like get get all plugged in to a work assignment or whatever you're doing and, and hours go by our bodies just aren't meant to be in that type of position for that long. So if you can once an hour, get up for three, four, five minutes, walk around, grab some coffee, grab some water, go to the restroom, um, do a little, just a little bit of bending and stretching. You're going to save yourself some headaches, uh, long-term. One of the things I also see when you're talking about technology is in my practice, kids younger and younger and younger coming up, coming in with neck pain and headaches. And unfortunately, in our society where, you know, tablets and and phones are started at such an early age, we, and and I look at kids that come into the office that might be on their tablets, their head is just flexed 45, 50, 60 degrees forward to look at these. As the spine grows, and even once you're an adult and you've kind of grown into the, the spinal position you're going to be in, that type of forward head flexion, again, just like the monitor for the computer is so not good for us. It's, it's not good for our spinal health. It's not good for our nervous system actually, because our spinal health is most important because it affects our, our nervous system health and our nervous system controls every single function in the body. So for a phone or tablet, what you want to try to do is have, I have my phone in my hand, if you're watching on, um, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, is have it up, kind of close so your eyes are looking directly at it, and your head is not bent forward. Um, if you're sitting on <clears throat> sitting on a bed, and let's say using a tablet or using a computer, get a nice pillow underneath you so that's going to lift that up, and that if that's something you can get used to, because many people are on these devices for hours per day, um, then it's going to, again, save you some some trouble, heartache, and, uh, and some medical, uh, physical therapy, chiropractic bills in the future. The last thing I want to talk about on this episode is lifting. I know everyone knows kind of use your legs, right? So, many people just bend over at the waist and pick something up. And that's super straining to the low back. You always, if you're going to be picking something off the floor or even something on a low table, you want to bend your legs. One of the things that's not talked about a lot is that if you're, especially if you're lifting something heavy or you're going to be doing a repetitive lifting motion for a while, or even like if you're lifting groceries out of the back of your car, out of a trunk or out of the um, back hatch, doing one direction at a time when you're doing something, when you're lifting something awkward or weird or heavy is always going to be your best bet. When you look at the the disc spaces in our lumbar spine, they can actually rate the kind of the pressure inside the disc. When you're laying on your back with your knees on those pillows I was talking about, that's a really comfortable position. And it also decreases quite a lot of pressure in your low back. That's why if someone throws their back out, a patient of mine, or I see one of my friends has, I tell them to, excuse me, lay on their back and then get their legs kind of in a 90 degree angle over a couch or a chair, because that's going to take off a lot of pressure from the low back. As soon as you go to standing, that's going to create a lot more pressure from as opposed to that lying down. Sitting then loads those discs quite a bit more with pressure um, when when you're sitting uh, in that lumbar spine because you have that bend there that's not necessarily natural to us or we're not supposed to be in that position for that long. But one of the highest pressures in the disc is when you are bending, lifting, and twisting all at the same time. Think about taking groceries out of your car, right? If you just bend and then you lift and twist all in one motion, you're really putting wear and tear on the spine and on the discs in between the spinal segments. So the better way is to bend, lift, lift whatever you're lifting, lift it up, get it as close to your body as possible, and then turn and do it in segments. So you're doing each direction, (coughs) excuse me, each direction in, in one movement. That being said, that takes longer. So I understand how it's so much easier just to bend, lift, and twist all, all at the same time. That reminds me of Elle Woods with the uh, bend and snap, bend, lift, and twist. Um, so don't do that. It's not the bend, it's the bend, not the bend and snap. You're not going to pick up a UPS guy. So, But this is good advice for a UPS guy <laughs> or a woman because bending, lifting, and twisting is just not good for us. When I was thinking about doing this podcast today, I uh, made a list of all the different ergonomics that I wanted to talk about, and the last one was going to be when you're dealing with a baby or children, and as I started making my notes, I realized that was such a a big um, uh, undertaking to talk about, so I think I'm going to break that off into a totally other po- uh, totally not- another podcast, because there's so much that goes into it between car seats, nursing, bottle feeding, getting a baby in and out of a crib, um, baby wearing. uh, There's just so much that goes into it. Um, Tablets, um, formation of the spine, like making sure a baby crawls, trying not to have a baby standing too early before those muscles and and the spine are ready to support it. So there's a lot that I can get into for that. And I'm going to uh, do that in one of the upcoming weeks. So you can watch out for that if that's something that you're interested in. For the rest of you, I just wish you good ergonomics and a good beginning to your February. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Socket Podcast. Looking for more gratitude, confidence, and happiness in your life? Check out our website, www.simplysocket.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Simply Socket. And remember, be unapologetically you. It's a waste of energy to be anything else.